0: Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, all right. Well, looking forward to today's episode. I got something interesting for you, at least I think it's interesting. Hopefully you do as well. Uh, But before we begin, I've just got two quick things I wanted to mention. The very first thing is that I am launching a website... It's going to be a very simple website. Actually, right right now, it's primarily going to be um, a, a way for me to get email addresses from people that want to hear uh, from me regarding uh, new videos, you know, exclusive videos, newsletters, things like that. I'm going to be doing a little bit of writing. I don't, I haven't really done a whole lot of that uh, lately. Um, what I wanted to do was, um, I, I have a few things that I, that I wanted to uh, to share with you. you know, a little bit of writing. So I've got. Uh, A newsletter that I'm sort of developing right now. So if you sign up, you put your email address in my website at adroblez.com. That is adroblez.com. You'll get some videos that I've done um, sort of to, to try to try to prepare people to talk about social justice. I've got a series of, I think, three videos to start and a few you know, kind of newsletter-type things. And then going forward, it's going to be a variety of different things. There'll be some exclusive content, there'll be some uh, some writing, just some thoughts, things like that. I'll, 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 I'll try to update it as much as possible, but go ahead and check out adroblez.com. The site will probably evolve over time, um, but that is what I've got right now. So if you want to hear uh, from me, you want to get some exclusive content, uh, not only can you find some of that on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network, but also at adroblez.com. Com. Anyway, the second thing I wanted to mention before we got started is uh, is, a, is a company called Garland's of Grace. Garland's of Grace. These are some ladies that I that make uh, head coverings. They um, they look really fashionable, really really kind of hip. If, if you've never been to their website, check it out: garlandsofgrace.com. They just got memory hold from Etsy. <laughs> You know, Etsy Etsy's the place where if you're like an artisan and you make crafts and stuff, you can sell them to people. It's like a platform for doing that. Well, anyway, Etsy uh, removed them from the website because they stand for biblical marriage overtly on their website. They've got Bible verses on there, and they refuse to take the Bible verses down. They refuse to take their public beliefs On marriage down and so Etsy put them down the memory hole as if they never even existed so I wanted to just mention them even if you're not a head covering type of lady maybe you could consider they're very stylish you don't have to be a head covering supporter theologically to enjoy the style of a head covering Um, so go ahead and check them out garlandsofgrace.com they've not paid me for this promotion at all um, I just think they look pretty cool, and I think we should support Christian businesses, especially when they uh, get memory hold or when they get deplatformed or canceled by our ridiculous culture. So garlandsofgrace.com, check them out, and also adroblaz.com, and we can check out sort of some of the stuff that I'm going to be producing. Hopefully, you'll find it valuable. Hopefully, you'll find it helpful, and uh, we can kind of do that together. Anyway, let's get into today's today's topic. Today's topic— have you ever heard of the word bougie? <laughs> bougie. I feel like I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I feel like a lot of you are learning a lot of new vocabulary listening to the A.D. Uh, Robles podcast. <laughs> I use a lot of uh, interesting vocabulary. Now, bougie is a word that I only learned fairly recently, probably maybe about a year ago. And I know that people have been using this word a lot longer than that. But, but I've only heard it about a year ago. I remember where I was. I was in my mom's house in West Virginia. And her sister, from the Bronx, was uh, was visiting, and and you know my you know, my aunt, uh, she's you know she's a bit of a diva. There's, there's no question about that. She's a little divified. <laughs> if, you, if you saw her, you'd be like, oh yeah, she's from the Bronx, that's for sure. Anyway, so she said something that was bougie, and I was like, what do you mean bougie? What does that what does that mean? Well, bougie, what it means, it's it's actually an abbreviation of the word bourgeoisie. You might know what a bourgeoisie is. It's a French word, and it's a it's a word. It's kind of like a it's a pejorative a little bit. It's kind of like a, it's a it's a cr- critique of like high class culture. Things that are things that are high class, dress that is high class, food that is high class. And bougie is is essentially you're, when you call someone bougie, what you're saying is that they're kind of like elite. They're elitists. They're rich. They've got. They've got swag, you know what I mean? That's what the definition on on Urban Dictionary is. So, like, like if you see someone uh, walking down the red carpet, well, that's bougie. They're bougie, you know what I mean? When you see someone that's you know a little too cool for school, or you know, they think that they're they think that they're better than you. They think that they're elite. They dress elite. They've got a they've got a Cadillac, something like that. That's bougie. But you see, here's something that I saw. I saw an article about this. I looked for the article, um, and I couldn't find it. But there was an article I had read a few months back that talked about, they didn't use the word bougie, but essentially they were talking about bougie beliefs. And there's a whole litany of of beliefs that you could only have if you're so rich that you don't really even care about the consequences. It's just like a designer belief. And if you're rich and if you're elite, you can have these beliefs with impunity because it doesn't really affect you. Let me, tell you, let me tell you a few of these bougie beliefs. We're going to talk about them today because I think we should really consider uh, what we believe and why we believe it. And we should consider what the elites are pushing and why they would push it. So, 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 so here's an example of a bougie belief. Gun control. You might be saying, Adam, what are you talking about gun control? How could gun control be a bougie belief? Well, here's here's why I say gun control is a bougie belief. Because you might say, well, lots of people get killed by guns in in, in the ghetto and people get killed by guns in poor areas. And so how could that be a bougie belief? We just want to protect poor people. But, but here's the reality of gun control, right? So all these celebrities are like, nobody needs to own a gun. Nobody needs to own a high-powered rifle. Nobody needs to own that. You say that all the time. Who needs to own this thing, right? And, and, and the reality is people have pointed this, many, this out many times. This is not originating with me. But the, these celebrities that talk about gun control often have paid bodyguards who own guns, so they're not worried when they're walking around and they're you know they're they're doing whatever it is they do. They've got bodyguards. I actually have a cousin in Puerto Rico who his, he makes his living as a bodyguard. He he guards Mark Anthony a lot. He posted last Christmas. He posted a video uh, of of him uh, protecting Mark Anthony uh, down in Puerto Rico. And, and so, like, these celebrities, it's, it's, it's very easy for them to say nobody needs a gun because they don't need a gun because they pay other people to protect them with guns. It's so hypocritical. Now, you see, here's when you need a gun, right? Here's when you need a gun. It's when you know you live in an area that it's hard to get police over to you. You know what I mean? And, and this tends to be, like, in the ghetto. This tends to be in, in poorer areas where, 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 you know, you call the police and it takes them 10 minutes to get there. This tends to be in rural areas where if you call the police, like in Vermont, for example, if I call the police in the middle of the night in, in, in certain areas of Vermont, they don't have a police department. You know what I mean? So they have a state trooper that it'll take him an hour or two to get there because when you call, they have to wake him up. You know what I mean? So if someone's coming to your house and you live in the middle of the woods here in Vermont and someone's banging on you, this actually happened to, uh, to a pastor of mine. So He lived in the middle of nowhere some, 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 some woman came to his door in the middle of the night. Obviously she was either drunk or high or something and banging on his door, right? He didn't own a gun because he's one of these guys that who needs to own a gun, right? And so he called the police and the police said, you know, we've got a state trooper, you know, for your territory, but he's about an hour out. So you know, you got to protect yourself and, and, and don't just think it's a lady. It could be a, it could be the lady distracting you and a guy could be in the back ready to come into your house. And this guy couldn't protect himself. Right. So you see. So you see when you're rich, when you're bougie, you, you can you can afford to live in areas where the police are on speed dial. They can be there in two seconds. But when you're poor, you might not be able you might not be in a situation like that. That's why I say gun control is a bougie belief, because the people who know they need guns are the people that are poorer people that know that the cop, you can't necessarily count on the cops getting there very quickly. You might need to defend yourself. You know, concealed carry people, a lot of them are women, right? Because they know that the reality is that if a man came, a strong man, they might not be able to fight him off less they're concealed carrying. See, it's bougie. Gun control is a bougie belief. It's just that simple. So if you want to be bougie, and you want to think that you're elite and you want to you know think that you're you're better than everybody else you can you can have this belief but regular joe's regular you know little people down here we understand why that's a bad idea to not arm yourself if you need it that's a bougie belief here's, here's another bougie belief you ready for this one ready for this one minimum wage laws that's a bougie belief you want to be bougie Believe in minimum wage laws, and you might say to yourself, Adam, what are you talking about? Minimum, wa- we're just trying to help the poor people. How could that be a bougie belief? Well, here's why it's a bougie belief, because when you're poor, look, look. When you're rich, you don't have to worry about minimum wage ever. You're a celebrity. You 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 do movies and stuff like that. You're not making anywhere close to minimum wage. You're you're a rock star. You're a politician. You're not making anywhere close to minimum wage. So you don't worry about that stuff because you know at the end of the day. You're making a couple million dollars an episode. You know what I mean? Like, what do you care about minimum wage? And, and well, those poor people, they need the, they need more money. So let's just do minimum wage laws. And that's about as far as you think about it. Right? Yeah, I got all this money. These poor people don't have money. So let's, let's make the minimum wage higher. That'll help them, right? Right? But you see, when you're bougie, you don't really have to think too deeply about this. Because really, what is a minimum wage law? What is a minimum wage law? Minimum wage law is essentially banning work that is not worth a certain amount. And so what, what, why I say it's bougie is because you're actually really hurting poor people because if, look, think about it this way. Let's say I'm a, let's say I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a poor person. I don't have too many skills, but I've got, you know, I, I can do manual labor, right? Manual labor. And let's say my manual labor is worth $10 an hour to somebody, $10 an hour. And someone says, hey, man, I'll, I'll hire you for $10 an hour. But the problem is that the minimum wage law says I have to pay $15 or $20 an hour for no matter what the work is worth. And so if I'm a smart business owner, and you know, usually business owners are smart, they say, well, if the work is worth $10 to me, but I'm forced to pay them $20, then I'm not hiring them because I'm not going to lose $10 an hour by employing someone. I'm not, I'm not employing someone for charity reasons. I'm employing someone because it's valuable to me. And so what you're doing when you set a minimum wage law is that you're setting a ban on work that's worth less than that minimum wage. And so who does that hurt? Who does that hurt? That hurts the most vulnerable people, the people that their work is worth the least, the people that can't get the jobs that pay $15 or $20 an hour. You're actually hurting those people. They don't have an opportunity to work because you've banned their kind of work. And so that's why it's bougie. It's bougie because all you gotta do is think about it for a couple seconds and say, like, you know what? This is actually a bad idea because then the poor people that can only make ten dollars an hour for the work, they can't. They're not allowed to work. They're banned from working. Unless until they figure out how to get a, magically get a skill set that's worth $15 an hour or 20 dollars an hour, that's really mean. That's really mean because 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 you're bougie, you don't have to worry about minimum wage. But these people uh, you know that are, that are down on in the, in the, in the bottom rungs of society in the bottom rungs of income and, and, and all that kind of stuff, they just want to work a lot of them. A lot of them aren't lazy. See that's the thing. A lot of people think that that, that you know conservative type folks and things like that think that, that that poor people are just lazy. I don't think so. I think a lot of poor people want to work. But if you tell them they can't work until they can figure out to make us how to how to have a skill set that's worth fifteen dollars an hour, that that makes it tough on them. That makes it really tough on them. That's bougie. Stop being bougie. Here's another bougie belief. This is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Gender identity. That's bougie, man. Because when you're when you're rich and elite, you gotta invent problems, right? And so you gotta say, well, what we really need to do is spend some money to have gender neutral bathrooms or we need to what we really need to do is, is we need to we need to we need to spend some money and 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 list 100 different gender identities on our on our on our on our drivers licenses i mean that's bougie man you can only have these kinds of conversations when you've got more money and more time than you know what to do with because you know when you when you're struggling to survive and when you're when you're when you're when you're trying to figure out how to make ends meet this is the last thing that's on your mind Oh yeah, we need to end. We need to list dragon kin on on the driver's licenses. Yeah, that's a the dragon kin. That's a gender, dragon kin. <laughs> just unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. These are, these are the conversations people call them first world problems. But I say it's bougie. That's a bougie belief. Enough of this. Enough of this. Let's just try to figure out how to make ends meet first, and then we can talk about these bougie things. <laughs> here's the here's the one I wanted to talk about today, though, because this is something that I think, and I mentioned this earlier in the episode. Um, people think that I have, so so people hear what I have to say, right? And then they put me in this in this cat this camp this category, and they think I'm I'm like a Trump guy, right? And so I think that uh, all these immigrants are evil, and immigration is we should be a closed country and all this stuff. And that's you know you guys you guys you re- really got to stop jumping to conclusions like this, right? You really got to stop jump into conclusions like this because at the end of the day, uh, immigration I I, you know, I think God's law is pretty clear. It should be fairly easy. To sojourn in a Christian nation, it should be fairly easy. Look, like like we shouldn't just let in people that are literally trying to hurt us. Obviously, that's you know well within the the parameters of a, of a godly government to protect their borders, right? So that's obvious. But when it comes to sojourning, when it comes to people who aren't necessarily trying to hurt you, they just want to come here and do, do, engage in business, do trade, you know, work, you know, whatever it is. Um, it should be fairly easy to do that and and i think that 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 you know when it comes to that kind of immigration you know i think it should be fairly easy but here's the problem this is this is the bougie part of it right because when you're rich and you are a celebrity and you've got millions of dollars in the bank and stuff like that then you don't care about this kind of stuff but you see regular people like me and poor people uh, i don't consider myself poor but 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 people that are middle class or poor they have to think about this stuff because when they get taxed a certain amount it's a much it's a much harder pill to swallow than when a rich person gets taxed a certain amount. Let's say a rich person that has millions of dollars in the bank gets taxed 50%. That's that's ridiculous. They shouldn't. But it doesn't really hurt them as much as it would hurt me to be taxed 50%. You, you see what I'm trying to say? So, so here's the thing. Here's the bougie part of, of immigration. Immigration, when you have a ridiculous welfare state like we have, is untenable. It's untenable. Tenable. the math doesn't add up. You can have open immigration or you can have a welfare state but you can't have both. who do, who is the one that was that Rothbard that came up with that? Yeah, I think it might have been Murray Rothbard. I could be wrong about that don't 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 quote me on that but it's but it's bougie to think we should have universal health care for all immigrants and also have fairly open borders. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You cannot pay people to come to your to come to your country for free. You can't do it. It, it, just, it just doesn't work. Now you might say, "Well, what about we got? What about caring for the sojourner? What about charity and stuff like that?" Yeah, that is all fine. That is all fine if you want to have charity on the sojourner that comes to you. You know, they're 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 escaping uh, political persecution or whatever it is, and you want to give them some stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's not what the welfare state is. The welfare state is not charity. The welfare state is stealing. It is stealing from me and giving to someone else because you just want to. Now, I'm not talking about what the motivations are, I'm not talking about you know why, the whys behind it, but the reality is we should not engage in stealing, especially if we are stealing on behalf of the sojourner. That's not what we should do. That's not what we should do. That's not charity, that's not godly, that's not nice, that's bougie. Notice, the, the, like, almost to the man, the elites are for this, because it doesn't affect them that much. It doesn't. It doesn't affect them that much. They don't. They don't. They don't feel the the brunt of this. Of this crime. This is a crime. You know who feels the brunt of it? I feel the brunt of it. Middle class people feel the brunt of it. You know who feels the brunt of it? Poor people. That's bougie, man. You're hurting the poor people every single time. You know why the poor people get hurt? Because they have, because they're making their meager wages, right? They're ten dollars an hour, they're fifteen dollars an hour, and it's taxed, right? So it's taxed, and then who does that tax money go to? That goes to the people that you opened your border to and said, "Hey, you, we got free stuff over here for you." It's not free. It's on the backs of our citizens. It's on the backs of our citizens, on the back of our poor people. They get taxed to kingdom come, and and then that money goes to people who have come here, and they get free stuff. I'm for open immigration, but not during a welfare state. That, the math doesn't add up. That's, the, that's, that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. I'm for open immigration, but not when we have a welfare state. That's, I mean, that's suicidal as a, as a nation. That's what it is. And that, that kind of a belief is bougie. Go down the list. Gun control. Who does it hurt the most? It hurts poor people the most. Go down the list. Minimum wage laws. Who does that hurt the most? It hurts poor people the, the most gender identity stuff you know why that hurts poor people the most because when they want to open up a business they want to open up a nice restaurant you know let's just say an immigrant comes here and they, they come here legally and all this and they want to open up a Haitian restaurant right Now they got to spend time and money and legal resources to make sure that their their butts are covered to make sure that they're uh, appeasing all these crazy gender identities that puts the entry of uh, the barrier of entry for a business higher than it needs to be because that's bougie. It hurts poor people the most. Yeah, rich people don't care about that. Yeah, they'll 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 put ten bathrooms in their in their restaurant. They have the money to do it. But a poor person who's just trying to make ends meet doesn't have the money for that. They don't have the money to be sued by a crazy dragonkin that is upset that they didn't get uh they didn't get called the the right uh, gender pronoun by your business. It hurts poor people the most. Open borders when you have a welfare state. That's bougie because it hurts poor people the most. Stop being an elitist jerk. Stop. Stop thinking about things on 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 a, on a surface level. When you think, oh, I'm helping poor people, but it doesn't matter if you intend these consequences or not. All of these things actually hurt poor people. So, so stop being bougie. Start thinking about things a little bit deeper than surface level, and stop. and 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 and, and all these things that you think are helping. Find out if they're actually helping or if they just look like they're helping. You see, that's the thing about bougie. They want you, they, it's an image thing. It's an image thing. When you dress bougie, cause poor people can dress bougie too. It's all about looking like you got money. It's all about looking like it. So when you have these bougie beliefs, it's all about looking good and looking like you got money, looking like you're helping. But are you actually helping? At the end of the day, these four things that I've mentioned today, it's not that they're bougie, that that, that's why they're wrong. It's actually because they're against the law of God. You see, the law of God, the only way to know if you're actually doing justice is if your beliefs comport with the law of God. See, God has given us a cheat sheet here. We don't have to figure all this stuff out for ourselves. We don't have to figure this stuff out for ourselves. We could, because we're smart, we're made in the image of God. God's reality uh, speaks to us all the time, so we can look at God's reality and look at how things work. There is such a thing as natural law. We can look at how things work and figure out how to do things the right way, but but God gave us a cheat sheet. He's revealed his law to us, and so does gun control comport with God's law? No, it does not. That's how you know it'll actually hurt, not help. Does these gender identity things and all these kinds of laws um, comport the law of God no it does not that's how you know for a fact it is gonna hurt and not help do minimum wage laws comport with the law of God no they do not I've argued with people in my real life about this I've talked to people and when and they say, what shouldn't a Christian pay a living wage and I'm like no a Christian should pay a market wage that's how the law of God works whatever you guys decide between each, each other that's fair and just that's a contract and you need to stick with that that does not minimum wage laws do not comport with the law of God that's how you know for a fact that they will hurt and not help and open borders when you have a welfare state open borders when you have a welfare state welfare states do not comport with the law of god and that's how you know for a fact that it'll help or hurt rather and not help so so you know listen whatever the reason you decide to do this i i hope you i hope you decide to oppose these things because they don't comport with the law of god that's the only reason you really should but also stop being bougie Stop thinking like a celebrity, like a millimeter of depth, and just look trying to look good instead of actually being good. Think about these things more deeply, and look to the law of God as your standard for what's right. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Just in case you're listening to pop music anywhere in the near future, just wanted to give you a few synonyms for bougie. <laughs> bougie. Ever heard the word flossin'? Like she'd be flossin'. That's a, that's a synonym for bougie. It means the same thing. Ballin'. I'm ballin'. You, you've heard that before, right? That's also a synonym for bougie. High class. We've already talked about that one. Elite, rich. Swag. Well, that's actually not really a synonym, but possess swag. And that's how you know you're booing your you're and you're balling. Anyway, hope this is helpful. God bless.